Hello! Welcome back to Come Fail With Me podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by my dog's insatiable need to walk around over and over again. So be ready uh, to hear that in the background. It's raining outside. And so... They're, they're saying it. Yeah, they don't. No, no mud. No mud. No mud. No mud. Okay. Um, anyways, I've noticed that this school year has been really weird for one specific reason. Um, uh, we're both teachers at high school. Let me, let me ask you this, Devin. I'm Chelsea, by the way. Oh yeah, I'm, <clears throat> I'm Devin. Um, what are they playing on their phone? Are they on TikTok? No, they are, are not. they on, are they, are they on that Instagram? Nope. Nope. Instagramies. Are, are no. they on that Facebook? None of the Facebook. MySpace? No, I miss bass. No. Um, I don't know what the heck it is. Real be sometimes actually. Sometimes be real. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What, and, what, and Snapchat. And TikTok. And but t- what are they t- doing? <laughs> Mostly. Chess. They're playing chess on chess.com. Chess. Chess. With each other and against a computer. And we're not talking like just the uh you know, okay, yeah, let's go let's have a chess competition real quick. No, 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 no. It, all backgrounds. All levels of popularity. Yes. Uh, and, and social. And imagine circles. you're in the middle of reading Romeo and Juliet. The room is quiet. Everybody's got a part. And then the one kid, yeah, yeah, like gets up. And you're like, first of all, I didn't even know you were on your phone. Second of all, hello, I finally beat Devin at chess. Yes, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <sighs> You know, it, and it's, it's funny. It's funny because as you have also seen, there's a lot of complaints on like the teacher social media circles where people are like, I just don't know what to do. It's like, but, but they're, but they're playing chess. So it's like, I feel like I should encourage it, but, but it's also a disruption and they're, and they're not paying attention. It's the same as when they read a book in class. That's not the book that I assigned yeah. or like sitting in math. I, I think reading. we can, we can both agree that, that when teachers are complaining about that, they are playing checkers. While the students are playing chess. <laughs> Why do I bring this up? Well, the whole premise of this show is to talk about chess, right? Yeah. Failing and failing and failing until you get better at things. Because there are ways to do things. And if we're afraid to jump on in, mm-hmm. right, yeah. then then they don't happen. And so I just thought that was a really fun way to start. Because I think, first of all, how cool is it that young people are playing chess this intensely? Um, but second of all, how can we utilize this for ourselves? Can I can I bounce can I bounce off that yeah. for a second? That that analogy there. Chess is a really useful analogy for this because if you don't ever make a move in chess, it's just a stalemate. And eventually, actually, I think according to the technical rules, that you only have so long, and then your move is forfeited. You you fail. You lose. Good day, sir. You get nothing. Um, Chess, you have to. You make a move. lose. You get nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so get to say it correctly. You have to make a move, right? You have to put yourself out there, and it might not work. It might not play out. But guess what? You adjust. All right. So let's talk about the most relatable fear of failure. We'll start there today. Okay. Mm-hmm. Last week we talked about Thanos. Yep. I'm already planning my next outfit. Mm-hmm. Gonna be a, you know, the Zelda. No, you're not serious about no, that. No, yes, I am. The so Majora's Mask, the Moon and Zelda. I'm gonna. <laughs> Charles, 
No one wants to see that. But we're past that now. Okay. Yep. It's been, it's been, we're doing it. Um, okay. And that's not till like November. So the, the, uh, another thing I think that a lot of us are afraid of is especially, I think everybody is uh, we're the afraid fear of, of social interactions. Oh yeah. Which right? is kind of funny and ironic. Is it ironic? Because that's how we survive. Yeah. That's like our base biology. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that we all crave it, and everyone who acts like, I'm an introvert, I want to be alone all the time and sit and just play on my computer alone. The only You're places lying I like to, to go are in my house. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, I we read, I what's the book, what is that book where she goes into that? Was it Radical Acceptance? Uh, It might be. There's one where, where she was trying to argue that most people don't actually have, they're not introverted. Most people are actually extroverts. They're just so drained from the anxiety of it. Mm-hmm. And because they're just so scared of like the social interactions and all that. And I've yeah. been there. I've definitely, I used, can you believe I once thought I was an introvert? Yeah. Did you see me at Target yesterday? Oh, yeah. There's, there's, uh, there's. There's similar concepts in a book that I really enjoy. It's called Why Bother? But on the Target thing, yeah, she was she was using a lacrosse stick, like a marching band wand, and like keeping time while marching through the store and singing the Ripped Pants song by SpongeBob. Uh, loudly. It wasn't reserved. It was full force. <laughs> I thought that I had everybody Stop. on my side. And using that, that voice... But I went and blew it all sky high. Let's just be thankful her next cosplay isn't Spongebob. <laughs> no, because if I did it, I'd actually be Squidward. Why, is it, why do they always have to be bald? <laughs> Anyways, back to this. So it is a really big deal. So I'm going to tell you, we'll start here because I know I kind of gave up mm. on being afraid of social interactions. Um because it's so much work <laughs> through therapy. Yeah. Though that took a lot of work. Yeah. We all have different experiences that we've had in the past that shape how we see the world now. Mm-hmm. And it takes a lot of work to change that wiring in your brain. And I think we know this at this point. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you want to make a friend, don't you? I think everyone's down to make friends. Oh, yeah. I'm not talking to you specifically. You know, I love making friends. I also love a nice, awkward silence. Oh. And I think that's where I always screw it up, is I will sit in silence. And it's because it's a social skill that I seem to lack is to know when we're in an awkward silence because I'm thinking or I'm doing something or I'm like, I'm always thinking about what book I'm going to write next or like what something cool, for, you know what I mean? Or writing a poem in my head. And then I've been told before by coworkers um, I don't work with her anymore, but that I make things the most so uncomfortable because I will sit and not talk to people. You know, you know, I blame sitcoms. No, but that that is the thing I'm still afraid of is I notice a little bit when I'm doing it. And so sometimes I try to fill, but I fill small talk by saying weird things. Oh, yeah. Because it's funny. I, I seriously, though, like I, marching bands through a I, 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 I blame sitcoms for that. I, I feel like I feel like a lot of people, you know, feel like that in order to you know, to express that you are enjoying someone's company or that you're having a good time. Like there has to be that kind of constant conversation and engagement and mm-hmm. there has to be something going on. Yeah. Um, because, you know, like on, you know, like friends, right? 
They're always in conversation. There's you not an awkward silence. That over the office. Actually, no, the office does have. Never mind. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, you know, it, usually silence is used as a like a marker of like, oh, this scene is awkward or yeah. something, you know, and because you feel music even. Yeah, it's you know, like think about it on a sitcom and stuff. You never see them like watching TV or reading a book. It's always conversation or there's a laugh track or you know, there's something happening at all times, and silence is like that's the negative thing, and so I feel like people just are like, oh. They're not speaking to me yeah. literally in this moment. They don't like me. But I've kind of, I've accepted that's their problem. Yeah. So I'm just being authentically me and just like, I'll make friends with the people I'm meant to make friends with. And I'm okay with that now, right? That's taken yeah. some work. And I don't really, I'm not afraid of it. I'm afraid of um, people thinking I'm not good enough, but I think that that'll forever be a thing. And I just have to work with my inner mean girl on that. Yeah, that's that's a hard one. But I think I'm good in that area, so I don't really fear it as much. So let's talk about you, sir. Oh, the one who is not good in either of those areas? <laughs> Lay down in this little chair right here. Okay. I'll get All out right. my notebook. All right, lean back. Okay. I know it's not therapy session, but tell us your story about this. Like, what's this is like your biggest fear? Yes. Okay, but like, tell <laughs> us. Um. Okay, I I don't know. I think I think for a long time I've I've what you said at the at the top right you, the, the people who are like i don't need social interaction i prefer to be alone yeah it's like you know okay. little liar well like you know in some ways yeah like i don't know i like to be busy and i like to have a task and stuff and and i like to really let myself get in the flow of it and i don't necessarily want to be interrupted and stuff while i'm doing it and but also you know i do like want to talk to people and share that experience and share in the excitement or or just you know, have someone to go to or a friend is what that's we'll, called. We'll start with you have friends. Yeah. 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 I think. Is it just me though? Or are men not the best at that? We're not the best at that. Because I, I look at the, like sometimes I look through his phone. <laughs> so I'm really bad. <laughs> but because <laughs> he doesn't hear real talk. The boy does not check his text messages, so I clean through his text messages for him to be. Yeah, nice. yeah. but okay, and that's kind of a separate yeah. issue. But at the same time, so I think I think what it you know, I've seen this in other places before and stuff. But I think with with a lot of men and the way that society kind of expects men to be and to communicate and stuff, emotions are burden and everything. And so like anything like real is kind of seen as like being a burden. You don't want to put, you don't want to be a pressure. You don't want to be a burden to anybody else. Like the most noble thing, the best thing that you can do is like be light and airy and, and not cause stress and stuff. And so like half the time conversation with guys is like, you know, Chris and me pictured donuts the other day and I was like, yum. And that was about it. That's what I'm saying. Um, or with you and, I don't uh, want to like say your friend's names. Chris is, I think, safe. I'll say Chris as much as it. Chris yeah. is our family member. Uh, hashtag C-Trank. But, yeah. um, you know, I, and I, I've got another friend, like, we almost exclusively talk about Star Wars. You have a couple. I have a few friends well, like no, that, actually. No, because you do superheroes and stuff, too. You know, I have some friends that I, I only really talk to. Like, we will, like, message each other when a new trailer comes out for a movie or something. Yeah. You know? And, yeah. And every once in a while we'll have like a, you know, a real kind of conversation and stuff, but it's, it's kind of few and far between. So um, why are you, why not? Because you know what society says, but I also know there are a lot of very healthy male 
relationships. Yeah. And yeah. you have really, like, at work, when you have a mentor, I've mm-hmm. heard, you. I mean, you can tell them how you feel. So, friends, you've got this, like, boundary up. Yeah. Well, I think it's 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 kind of a, a a multitude of things. It's kind of a, you know, it's the, it's the, it's the baked good at the end of the recipe of, of life. It's like a fear of not being liked, a fear of being rejected, a fear of losing that person inevitably. So it's like, well, why even attempt to put effort into this relationship if inevitably like they're going to leave or I'm going to leave or, you know, something, it's all very sad sounding, but. I mean, do you want to tell us why you feel that way? I mean. Do you feel comfortable? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so we moved quite a bit growing up and stuff. Not, not nearly as much as some people and things, but you know, it was, it was always kind of in that, that developmental stage where it was like, all right, you know, like seventh grade, you know, you're getting into middle school, you know, you're making friends, you're figuring out your like social dynamics and social circles and things. And then boom, you know, and then, and then you move or like 10th grade, you know, it's mid, you're starting, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and so that was, that was always kind of rough because it'd be like, you know, I'd, Oh, okay. I'd get settled and I'd finally be like out of my shell and comfortable with people and making those friendships and those relationships and like, know allowing them to get deeper and then boom and so it was always kind of I I think you know the latter part of high school even I just kind of was I I was like well it hadn't worked out the best so far so I might as well just not even try and I literally just coasted through the end of high school I'd like put very little effort into any friendships at all um I had a few I had a couple that lasted a while but you know it was kind of. I still think that some of the that at least one. Yeah. From that last one I would did. do anything for you if you called her up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I. I definitely. Definitely there. Yeah, but and I then, see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and then in college, I think it just got to the point where I realized, you know, there was a lot of like friendship by association or yeah. proximity, um, that happened. And absolutely. absolutely, there's some of them who are lifelong. And I know that, you know, shout out Chris and Courtney, Chris and, and Caleb, yeah, Chris and Courtney and Caleb. Like, I know that if I message them about anything mm-hmm. or if I call them about anything and if I see them a year later, it's like we saw each other yesterday, like no big deal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, a lot of it's like, well, we work together and then so it's safe. You know, we have a common task or something. It's safe. It doesn't have to be too deep. You know, we're mm-hmm. going to be around each other no matter what. So we don't have to worry about like you know, hanging out outside of anything and it just got easier. And I think as time went on, I don't know, it just got like, that was the safe zone and that's what was comfortable. And so you didn't, I I didn't want to try any more than that. Yeah. (laughs) Because yeah, I was. Because when you put work into something, you didn't have to really put work, you work into those just because they just naturally happened organically. Yep. But that's just not how it works. Right. Now that you're out of, you're not, like you make friends at work, but you have to keep. And you pair with that, right? You mm-hmm. pair with that, the you know, those kind of intrinsic, like, oh, I'm not good enough. And they're not going to like me for who I am. Yeah. And, and I think I'm, that everybody gets that. Yeah. 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 
and what's been, I will say one thing that has been nice is so, you know, growing up being pretty nerdy and like loving things like Star Wars and stuff, right? Like, yeah, you know, that was something that nerdy. used to you'd get like picked on for, you know, everyone says that. When? When was that oh, happening? I totally got picked on for it. Or was I just like, I? you really did? Yeah. Oh my God. Because yeah. I, before I even saw Star Wars, I made it my identity. Oh, I, I totally got picked on for it. Um, okay. But that's a different. Yeah. Sorry. And so. I just hate when people say that. Because like when? Because it's, it's always been cool. It's not. <laughs> it's not always been cool. Okay. Um, so maybe I've just never been cool. Well, okay. Or it has, but kids are mean. You know, and, and you just were hanging out with a bunch of idiots. Yeah, bunch, that would make either a bunch of idiots or, you know, it was just something for people to be like, oh, you're weird because you like, you know, you're a nerd because you like. And then it's nice because like now a lot of my adult friends are like, hey, I'm about to drop four hundred dollars on a lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's like so totally acceptable and everything. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Well, it's not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's a lot of money for a lightsaber. But yeah, I, I don't know. There, there's a lot of like. Yeah, I, I think what you were saying about how everyone has those feelings of like not being good enough and being rejected or not not being liked for their for their genuine selves and identity. I think that holds true for everyone. Yeah. Well, and I think that like your story probably resonates a lot, too, even if we didn't move around, you know, like mm -hmm. if you're listening right now, there's probably stories, right? We all have stories of the loss of friendships. Yeah. Sorry that we've put a ton of effort into. And I think adulthood naturally. My biggest heartbreak in life. You know what I mean? Oh, it's not from yeah. from a from a dude. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It was a friend. Um, it was a friend. Yeah. Yeah. I, I do I think adulthood in general, you know, naturally you have this kind of falling into, you know, you fall into the cycles of life and work and you know, focusing on your career and your relationships, you know, more like romantic, you know, marriage or whatever and especially and, kids yeah and what happens is you know you you get away from high school you get away from college you get away from that forced that proximity structure stuff. yeah and so then your friends become your co-workers yeah and then afterwards and you're shout like, well, out I to them all day. oh yeah it's it's not yeah no, i've got a few co-workers that i i adore same and but we just you just don't get that close relationship because you're not unless you go out and do like happy hour or something yeah which we don't because we have kids right you know what i mean yep but like it's but even like outside of the work life and, and like you don't tell a coworker your intimate details. No, you know what I mean? No. Unless you're very close. No. So I have my one coworker friend who we've gone to like, we've seen like Comic-Con and stuff and like he'll come to our stuff. Like that one, that I could tell her anything. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. we have that intimate relationship. But how do you build that relationship? Yeah. Because maybe that's where we start. You know what I mean? So I guess what's your, what's our, what's your, what's your goal with this? Like what, what are you ready to fail at? Well, so speaking of the, you know, the, you know, the finally building deep connections and then shifting on from it, like having to physically move, you know, I was at one school where I, I finally were close there too. got really close with, yeah. with those people. And we did yeah. do things like go out to happy hour and yeah. stuff. Um, and then now I'm at a new school mm -hmm. and I, I actually have a former coworker who's now, or two former coworkers who are now there. Which are like your favorite people Which are like ever. my favorite people ever. Yeah. But all my other, I like don't, I don't know them. And that'd be funny. They kind of scare me this right now. <laughs> a little bit. I'm friends with some of them. <laughs> they, you know, I, I, they're, they're all nice people and yeah. they're all great people. Yeah. I just, I get so into my work and stuff that like, as we all do. I like, I pick my head up and I go, Oh my gosh, 
like what's going on with um, the day. And you teach tenth grade. And I teach 10th huge grade. class sizes. But, so, so all my coworkers, you're like, busy. They eat lunch together. Yeah. And they're all so close, and I just feel like such an outsider and so awkward and so like like I don't know what to talk about, and they're all so close and like what am I like? Do I just go sit down? Like do I just I mean, go sit with I them? I mean, is that what you? What would happen if you did? I don't know, but I think that I like, I mean, it's it's April. And I, I think I've sat with them at lunch one time the entire school year. So what would happen if you did? That's what I asked, and you didn't answer that. <laughs> because I'm scared. What? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think my worry is, and this sounds what so dumb. What is this podcast called? I know. I'm just afraid that, like, if I sit down with them, that they're all going to get quiet, or they're going to feel awkward and be like, "Why is he here?" Well, no. So the one time you did sit with them, they probably made comments about you being there. Because you're never there. Yeah, they were like, oh, but, look who look who emerged from his cave. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. They you noticed. Went back in. <laughs> and then it went back to my cave. Okay, but what if, you know, they're, they're not saying that with malice. I know. I they're, know. They're just doing small talk because they don't know you yet. I know. I know. I think I've just been so afraid that they would, like, not like me. Or that they would. Have they given you any reason to think that you don't, they don't like you? No. Oh, <laughs> so you're just afraid of them not liking you based on some evidence that doesn't exist. That's not very sciencey of me, is it? No. No. It literally does. Like no. So what if you just like sat with them for a week? Next next week we only work for four days next week. Yeah. Of Eid. I can. So I do. So so here's what I can say. Like I'll do it. But I'm so I've, I well, okay, feel so, like. We need Sorry. to set some set some parameters and safety measures here because I, I know myself and I, I know what I'll do is I'll so, go, oh, I'll just bring my computer back there and I'll work during lunch. Is that so bad? So you'll sit with them on your computer? Is that okay? Yeah. I think that's a good baby step. Okay. I can, because I can do that. I don't work when I sit with my friends. No, you talk. I talk. You're a very chatty person. Yeah. Like even during meetings, like I'll be sitting with them and like. I'm a, I, I'm not. It looks like I'm doing stuff on my computer. I'm, I'm clicking around and like grading journals really quick because I barely read those. Uh-huh. I just check if they're sentences. Well, you're the, you're the one who like shows up at people's doors because you're just like bored. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm like. Photoshop. Look. Hey, look, I photoshopped a picture of all of our students on a dinosaur. That's what I did this week. Yeah. While like one of my coworkers was trying to work. Yeah. Um, but I think maybe that's our baby step is we, we get out our computer. Oh, and we spend it in there. I'm like, and you could even go in and to ease that awkward, like, I haven't been here. You know what I mean? You could even say something. Like, what could you say to kind of like break that? So that's that's the other piece. Because I, I always do a little do bit I, of self-deprecation. Do I address that? No. Unless like, you want to do, do it as I, a joke. So like, do I like say like, do I do I in any way in conversation like lead into the fact that I am aware that I have been like that or that I mostly spend time in my room? To, Go like, in, to like show that I'm like self-aware of that and I'm not just a antisocial hermit who's mean. Show up with your computer and say, huh, I think I'm caught up for the first time this year. Mm. Oh, which is true. So I'm just going to do a little so working lunch with y'all finally. Yeah. And laugh your way through it. Okay, so here's my other question. And it's gonna be so embarrassing if any of them are listening to this. But here's my other. Question. Oh no, there. I'm gonna tell you right now. I've met almost all of them, and they're. I think they would be very nice to you. I don't know when is okay to like chime in a conversation, like in a group setting when everyone's talking and stuff. I don't know like when is 
especially like if I'm not really a part of the group or haven't been a part of the group. Ooh, you know, I feel like I don't like, know when to. I feel like join. That's a different episode because oh, okay. that's a that's a comp studies lesson. Okay, I could, we could work on. Okay, okay. and I could even like sit and listen, and I'm like, well, they're they're not talking to me, right? They're talking to the, each other. So well, you laugh. So 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 just baby steps because people listening, I yeah. guarantee you, people listening go through this too. Yeah. Um, one way that I do it is I I I, I laugh at a joke. Like, do you do it like, <laughs> if it's funny and I smile when I agree with something, instead of chiming in, I look up, make eye contact with oh, both people speaking so and I smile and kind of like laugh without laughing. You ease in non-verbally. Or if I agree, you smile. Mm-hmm. Yep. Non-verbal ease in. And then they'll pull you in if they want you to. If not, you're just kind of working with them, but you should, you know, join in a little bit. And in a, in a moment of silence, that's when you would jump in and say something like, what is that? That smells so good. Mm. Like, do you think I like how people's food smells? Sorry if you're listening. I know I just is going to, I can't use that anymore. <laughs> mm, that salmon you microwave. No, but I walk into my club space like every day mm. and I do that. Oh, but okay. Sometimes it does smell good. Cause sometimes my coworker, man, she makes, I don't know. I don't know what they're, they have oh. no business. No, yeah. I've got one like that every yeah. day coming out the microwave. I'm like, what? Yeah. But like sometimes not, nah, it smells just like a restaurant, a normal restaurant or whatever. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm like, Oh my gosh, that smells so good. You're making me so hungry. You know or, <gasps> or I always, this is my only last one. I always bring really dumb lunches because I don't, I, I you know how ADHD in the morning. And so I bring like, um, a pretzel well, rod <laughs> No, and an avocado. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty much my lunches. <laughs> Yesterday it was two beef sticks and a bag, a uh, half a bag of Chipotle, to- like tortilla chips. And then I was joking about it. Maybe chips and salsa. What? Chips and salsa. You bring the it great in. unifier. No. What if Devin? Okay. Don't, okay. Am I overthinking this? No. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, go in, work in there. Say, I'm eating here now. I need some adult time. You can say that too. Mm-hmm. Say, I'm finally caught up, and I really need adult time. So, y'all cool if I eat with you? But then you continue to kind of work a little bit because you're working ahead, and they might say, you know. But they're yeah. also. I feel like I know them. And I feel like, well, in most people, we'll pull you in because yeah. they're going to feel socially awkward with you sitting there not saying anything <laughs> and they'll save you. And if they don't save you, well, they weren't, they didn't care to. Yeah. But if you're physically present, you become part of it. Yeah. Even if you're quiet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I know. I, I know. I, I like many people. Oh um, God. I, I come off as, oh, I don't want friends, but no, I I don't think you do. come off that way. I think you think you come off that I think way. I, I think I think I come off that way. Yeah. Everyone wants yeah. friends. And if and if someone doesn't think you want friends, then they're busy in their own. And then I and then I regularly self-deprecating state or a joke about not having friends. And then that's Yo, probably, that's weird. Probably weird. Y'all, can I we're gonna end we'll talk more about this stuff in the future. Don't worry, we're just starting. But but um I wanna end with self-deprecation a little bit with this. And yeah. talk. So self-deprecation, I feel like people think is funny because of memes. But it makes everything incredibly uncomfortable, first of all, for everybody around. Yeah. Okay. Um, unless unless it's actually like funny. Like I can joke about ADHD in a way that doesn't bring me physically down and make everyone uncomfortable and, yeah. and doesn't hurt myself because over time that stuff does add up. So I'm going to challenge everyone listening to not self-deprecate this week. Yeah. That's it. Just this week. Yeah. No, that's a good challenge. Because I think we just unless, fall to that naturally. Unless it's tasteful. Yeah. But I can, I'll even try not to do it. I tastefully do it. Can you can you give an example of like what would be tasteful versus not tasteful? Um, me talking about how um, I show up to work with lunch. That's okay. a two meat sticks and a 
avocado. So I think that like that's tasteful. Taste- yeah. Because I'm not harming myself. I'm just accepting. And I, I love myself still, even though I yeah. have ADHD and I always have, right? Um, the 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 way that it would be bad would be, and I do this a lot, actually. Mm-hmm. So this is a good example. Why? Because I'm fat <laughs> to make you uncomfortable, <laughs> right? Or right? you're like my or idiot ADHD brain. My idiot brain or, oh, looks like I did it again or, you know what <laughs> I mean? Looks like yeah, I did or it again. I, I don't know. I don't know how to make friends. <laughs> that yeah. one makes me so uncomfortable when people start joking about not being able to make friends. Yeah. Though, that's why I called it out. Like, I know you, but yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, the whole world does not like that joke. No, I know. I yeah. know. Because it's like, are you asking me to be your friend right now? <laughs> that's what it feels like. You know what I mean? And I know you do it if you're listening. You might have done that. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're going to do anything right now to change and to make yourself a better social interactor, don't do that. Don't do that and don't self-deprecate. I think yeah. that's a good goal for the week that's for everyone good. listening. Okay. Um, so we've talked about something you're super afraid of mm-hmm. and we have a plan for it. Yeah. And yeah. we're rooting for you. I-, I feel good about the plan. Yeah. And it goes without saying, like, I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. So you're going to go meet lunch for a week yep. with your coworkers and you're just going to work through it. Yep. So you've got that little backup plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then even on Thursday or like one of the, I think it's okay to say during it, like, oh my gosh, I don't know why I haven't, like if you're afraid of coming back the next day, it's like to end, be like, I don't know why I haven't been eating with y'all this whole time. Oh my gosh. This just like calms me from the day with 10th graders. Yeah. That comment mm. will make you feel better to come back. Oh, that makes sense. It's kind of like also reassuring myself. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. And we'll report back here yeah. next week. Next week. Yep. Next week. Um, so next week we're 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 gonna go into a fear that I have. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I was just thinking about it when we took a quick break recording this. I have to run today. Oh, yeah. I'm so scared of not completing my marathon within the time that they have the thing open. It will embarrass and crush me. Should I save my? Should I save? I'm gonna. I'll say. I'll save my commentary on that thought. So okay, you you help coach me this week. I'm gonna coach you on that next week. Yeah, and then yeah. that goes. The, if you're listening and you have something you're afraid of and you want to work through it with us, um, please do. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let us know. Message me on Instagram. Message Devin. However you want. Um, and then, like I said, if you're close enough, we'll come buy you coffee. Mm-hmm. record with you. 100%. I'd love to buy you a coffee and meet you in person. Yep. But we have some people too who have Zoom call you if that makes you more yeah. comfortable. Yeah. We'll just, you know, drink coffee. I won't buy you a coffee if we Zoom call though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got to buy your own coffee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, next week we're going to talk about my, fail- my fear of failing at running, which is super intense because right now I have band-aids all over my feet because I wore new sandals on a college visit field trip. Looks so bad. Uh, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and I don't know if I can run today. Oh, um, anyways. Okay. I might try. I'm going to wear like, what if I wear like four pairs of socks? Maybe. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I might try. We'll see. I went running also after I did that. That's why they're so bad. They look very bad. Like, yeah. like offensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're offending. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday at school, I had a student, because I didn't have them covered at first. They were just kind of aired out, whatever. And I had a student tell me that um, I needed to put the dogs away because they're offensive. And that's kind of where I got that from. <laughs> so I had to put Band-Aids on it. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. So I want to 
wrap this up today with a little bit of a shout out to a podcast that I think fits this really well that mm-hmm. someone could go listen to because we always elevate other people. Yes. There's a podcast. I don't know that she makes episodes anymore, but she did. And I thought it was really useful when I was new, a newer mom and I was trying to make some friends. Um, it's literally called how to make friends podcast where she talks through it's more geared towards women, but I think that it's kind of, um, like if men can't get things that are geared towards women to apply to themselves, then like, what do you think women have been doing since the Donna time? I know. Right. So like, we're going to shout that oh, they out. They said girl. So this doesn't apply to me. Yeah. I don't have an inner mean girl. Correct. Shut up. Come Correct. On. So I wanted to shout out how to make friends podcast, even though it's old, it's still incredibly applicable. And so yeah, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Apple, Spotify, go ahead and leave a rating or more importantly, a review. Uh, You can comment with things that you like, things that you don't like, and that will help us to, you know, build and get better and do better over time. And please, 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 please reach out to us if you would like to be a guest in our podcast. We're kind of doing this week by week, and um, we'd love to have you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and you could even help us work through stuff if you're a coach. Oh. Yeah. That'd be nice. Like if you failed at something, it's not just like if you need help through something, if you failed at something and you want to tell us in the lesson that we can learn from you, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Because Devin and I have failed at a lot of things and you're going to learn a lot from us. Yeah. From and, anything from fitness, and, finance, parenting, career, educate, like, like we're really good at failing. And what does fail stand for? First, First attempt, attempt in, in learning. learning. <laughs> uh, yes. Lessons learned. Yes. Okay. All right. So everyone, you have a very good week. We'll see you next week. And remember, um, when Big Larry came around just to put Put him him down, down. SpongeBob turned into a clown. But no girl ever wants to dance with a fool who went and ripped his pants. I know I should have up around. And you can like fade it out.